Hello everyone. Good morning or whatever time it is that you're tuning in if you're catching the replay. Hello, hello, hello. It is Sunday, December 4th and I am Lori Baraku and um, I will just kind of pause a moment for everyone to receive the notification that I'm live and um, I'm going to drop in the link on um, Facebook in the private group because I know sometimes we don't see the link in the conversation. And I'm going to make sure that I am live. Okay, here I am. I'm dropping that link for you there. So good morning, everyone. Yep, I've got a few people who have signed on and received the notification that I am live. Good morning, everybody. So good to see you today. And as you can see behind me, this is the gorgeous new altar that Pam has created. Oops, sorry. Um, and there's that side. This is at the Bonita Springs Mystical Moon. So it's feeling all holiday-like and Yule and... Um, Nice and cool and zen, cool and warm at the same time. So good morning, everybody. So good to see everybody here. So I have dropped in the um, the blog post with the material um, for you to read later, to maybe think about. I have a couple of questions in there, some contemplation um, pieces here and there. So before we get into the um, material, I'm just going to check out some of the comments here with everyone. Good morning, Angela. Thank you. And yes, Pam, Pam just is uh, a magician. And um, Angela, you are in Michigan, maybe Michigan, I think you have a beautiful storefront too. And I've been um, seeing your posts on Facebook on social media pop up really gorgeous um oh my gosh designing creativity the colors just pulling it all together so um i just wanted to share that with you and good morning hello lisa i was thinking about you last night i hope you're doing well i was thinking about you you popped in my head so sometimes you know that happens with us that we're kind of just doing a thing whatever we're doing whether we're driving or whatever and then someone pops into your mind and you think about them that um, is definitely a soul to soul connection, whether you're gonna run into them or they're thinking about you, or maybe they need a little bit of light or they're sending you light at the same time. So I definitely have been um, thinking about you. And uh, yes, and Angela is in Michigan. Ah, hello, hello. Some people are from um, Ohio, probably a little cold there. So here in Southwest Florida, it's still, definitely not sweater weather and it definitely is not open your window weather so um oh well um so good morning everyone and i love you too lisa good morning everybody so everybody's popped on for the most part um i'm gonna get started and i will begin with setting a prayer of intention for us in the collective and it's a really good way to stop pause connect in, tune into your inner self and the sacred circle and tribe that we have here. And um, that, sorry, that was bothering me a little bit. And um, I do uh, take a moment to pause before I start every reading, every healing session, every meditation, every event that I do. It really does help to stop, pause, center, connect in, check in and um it's that intention also that helps connect all of us with all of us here together good morning hey barb from ohio good morning everybody good morning and i know this week we have had um many new friends that have joined us here in the astral lounge so i am streaming live on my lori baracco facebook page my business page, the uh, Lori Baracco's Astral Lounge, and on my YouTube page. So good morning. So I see some friends are a little here, they're a little there. It's so nice to see everybody. So let's take that sacred moment whew, to pause. If you want to close your eyes, feel free to close your eyes and just Hmm, let's be in this moment. For me, it helps me to close my eyes so that I can eliminate some of the outer distractions. It helps me not to be pulled in this direction and that direction. And sometimes even in session, I do close my eyes for a moment to really 
fine tune and hone in on maybe a message that is a little faint, that is not coming in as clearly, and it, it helps me to do that. So um, anyhow, so, so let's continue on with setting the space. Taking a moment, bringing our awareness and attention to our inner self, to our heart center, which connects the physical aspects of us and the non-physical, the spirit, the non-physical aspects of us. It's all spiritual is what spirit's saying. Taking a moment to breathe and to reflect about the week, the day, um, pushing out thoughts of what we need to do later on or what's on our, our to-do list, our agenda list. And um, there is a message that is coming through for all of us, which I didn't want to forget. So this message is that today's topic is going to help us with the scatteredness, the monkey mind, the looping, all of that. So setting that intention for all of us to be present, to tune into our inner selves, connecting in and breathing, calling in the light, calling in the divine, the divine helpers, the spirit team, calling in the divine us who we are outside of this physical body in all the dimensions connecting and centering. And I'm calling in the collective I am presence to assist us as we delve into to today's topic. I'm also with the divine I am presence, asking for the wisdom, the strength, the healing to help support us on our paths, to give us the strength and the courage to face our fears, to face those negative egos, the aspects of us that we know do not align us with our potential and opportunity. However, these aspects of us have been placed here for us, by us, to help us grow, to evolve, to move outside of the self-sabotaging aspects. And so it is. And so it is. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. I'm waving like, hey, can you see me? Um, good morning. So good to be here as well. All right. So as I was setting the space, um, the message was coming through for all of us that that the centering today's topic, the looking at things with neutrality is going to help us get outside of that loop because the that Negigo wants to run the show. And I meant to bring a book with me and I forgot it. It's at home, but it's, um, let me see if I can find it on here. I haven't been able to order it through my book resources. Um, let me just see. Let me just see if I can find it. Okay. So this is through Amazon. So I am going to just copy this. So I don't want anybody to get all weird on me here, but there is a book that does help us understand more so the negative ego. And I forgot that book at home. I was going to pull it aside and I did not. So that's some sabotage there. Anyway, so the book is by Yehuda Berg. And he um, is part of the Kabbalah Center that is stationed or they have um uh, they're anchored all over the planet. So this book is called Satan, S-A-T-A-N, and it's about the negative ego. So the, the name kind of gets people thrown off a little bit. They're like, oh, wait a minute, what is that, right? And I've had that book on my shelf in, in the centers, and um, it triggered their inner negative ego. So um, it's a really great book. It talks about the challenger, which is the ego self, and it helps bring things to a different perspective. And it helps us really look at um, the things we do and the thought processes that we have. So there is the book. I put it in the link. Um, as I mentioned, I have not um, been able to um, to order it, order it through my resources. So if I can get it again, I will. If I can find it in print, I will. So, okay. So I am going to click out of some of these windows because there's a lot going on here. All right. Um, so here we go. So into the material. So today we're talking about slaying that negative ego and getting out of our own way. So this is something that is an ongoing process. This is something that as we talk about the layers of the onion, that there's the uncovering and of, of uncovering and 
recovering and discovering the light, the parts of us that are ready to blossom and to, to move into alignment with our path here on this planet. So the ego, we've heard about the ego, right? So what is the ego? So there are two egos. The first ego helps us with our survival instincts. Sometimes you need to be pushed and go into that superhuman mode to make some changes, right? Sometimes we need that negative ego for survival to help us not perish, not be in a toxic situation. And so that can help us. Um, uh, it, it's here for when we were, well, it's throughout been throughout time. There's been the egoic aspects of our personality. Our, our identity from primitive times to all throughout every throughout all of our times all of the timelines the negative ego has been in place to help us um uh when maybe we're stuck in our head and maybe we're frozen to help us get out of a situation it's also in place to help us learn about ourselves um, to help us see where there's more healing to be done. We are not here to be high vibrational beings floating on a cloud somewhere, oming all day. The human experience is woven with challenges, difficulty, sadness, grief, joy, love, passion, sensory experiences. It not it, it's not a judgment when to say that oh my gosh, my life is a shit show. And I'm trying to do everything I can. There's a difference between being proactive in your life and being a victim. And things are going to happen in our lives. And that's where that ego comes in. Am I going to stay in the victim mode or am I going to look at some of these things, my behavior, my reaction, and am I going to shift it? right? And what am I going to do when these things come up? It doesn't mean that if you have a moment where you are in crisis, that you are a bad person. You know, there are a lot of people who think that um, spirituality is always being positive and so on and so forth. There is not one person on this planet that is that does not have a dark night or soul dark night of the soul or two in place and been through and experienced and coming up. We all have that because we are human. We all have stuff. There are just different ways of expressing it. You may be more of a private person who doesn't care to post all of your stuff on social media and tell everybody about your dark nights, or maybe you're one of those people that it is your path to share. And maybe sometimes we overshare and maybe there's a beautiful, healthy balance of both, right? But if you're human, you have stuff and you have room to grow. It's like your Thanksgiving pants, nice room. You don't want to have super tight pants. You want to give yourself time and space to expand and to contract, right? So you want to leave room for growth. And that's also where there are no absolutes in our lives, right? So, so there are changes and shifts in directions. And so the ego is here with purpose. Okay. So I wanted to say that. Good morning. Good morning, friends. I see more people popping in. So the second, the second aspect of the ego, I should say, is the challenger, which is connected with our personality. It's all part of our personality, right? Our identity. So it is the one that gets us into trouble. It is very sensitive and it is in place to help us grow and change unhealthy patterns, whether they are ancestral, environmental, or karmic from another lifetime. In Kabbalistic teachings, it's called The Challenger, which that book by Yehuda Berg can help you understand some things if you're interested. It's a it's um a direct, easier read, but I but it's profound. Like he gets right there and he shares this wisdom. Okay, so um, it's a really good book if you're interested in ordering it. So I'm going to get into some of these questions. And so I really want to emphasize that this material, these questions, these prompts, this topic is not to make you feel bad about yourself. It's to awaken you and to maybe bring in some thought deep deep thought provoking questions and contemplations maybe some of these things you want to journal upon okay all right Whoop. let me get back over here okay so 
questions, these are the questions to ask ourselves. And these questions are not designed to guilt you into beating you up because you have all, we have all been there, right? We've all been there. Again, everybody has dark nights of the soul, beautiful experiences. And there, we are all going to have another dark night of the soul coming up. There's just no way around it. If you're human, you're going to be challenged. So here are some of the questions. When I am triggered, what is my reaction? Often when we're about to turn a corner, really awesome corner, juicy, amazing corner, um, manifest, manifesting corner, corner where you're about to turn, where your manifestations are about to come into reality. There's a contraction or two. There are I should fix that, right? There are contractions, one or two. There are possibilities. I, I don't know, I think I messed that up. There is a contraction or two and possibilities to get our, to get us to get our acts together. I think I need to fix that, obviously. But anyway, so when you're about to really move into another field of awareness or perspective or within the ascension process, there is, an, there is a contraction or two that's going to make you pull back, have a reaction before you give birth to a new beginning. Okay. So the, that is what happens, right? So you're really uncomfortable. And so that's where it's like, okay, I'm really uncomfortable. And they're saying it's go time now. This is go time. So if you want to continue in this direction, you're going to miss out over here. And so sometimes that's what happens. We get really uncomfortable so that we can move and get unstuck. The next question is, how do I work out my nervousness? Do I pick fights? Right, Because sometimes we can feel something's changing and you're nervous and it's there's stuff going on. So do you create a distraction? Do you um, avoid the difficult conversations, right? So how do you work out your nervousness? Do you post ridiculous stuff on social media? Do you create fights on social media? Sometimes people do that to get, because you're nervous about a decision. So you'll post an opinion to see if everybody's on your side and all that, right? So we've all done that, right? So there are those reactions. How do you work out your nervousness or your anxiety? What do you do? And this is just to reflect upon it, right? Do you, have you shifted some of that nervousness? Do you eat? Do you um, smoke? Do you talk gossip or drama? What do you do? Do you go into hermit mode and take a ton of naps? What do you do? Right? So it's a good question. Um, when someone calls me out on something, what is my reaction? Right? What do I do? Do I go on social media? Do I deny, deny, deflect? What do I do? when someone calls me out on something. Now, remember when people share their observations, it's from their perspective. But if there is something that keeps coming up, there's something there for us to look at. It could be that where we are projecting an old wound that um, maybe people remember from a past lifetime, or maybe there's something that you're not aware of that you're doing, maybe the faces that you make, or maybe the, the comments or the being disengaged and being cold. When people point things out, what is your reaction? Do you take a moment to hear it? Do you listen to it? Or do you right away deny, deflect, and uh, put it on somebody else? What do you do? Do you own it? Right. Or do you say, let me think about that? Like, OK, I hear where you're coming from. I'm going to think about that. Right. I can hear where I hear where you're coming from. But if that's what you are understanding or receiving, then I may need to look at that and maybe change my dialogue or my approach or my responses. Right. The next one is, do I have goals for myself? Like, this is serious, right? Do you have goals for yourself? How does this go into the ego? Well, if you're not creating consciously, then things are just happening randomly. What are your goals for yourself? What is it that you want to achieve? Are you feeling envious and jealous because someone is manifesting amazing things in their life and you're over here just wishing and hoping it would manifest for you? Or do you have goals and what are your goals and what are your plans of action and how are you going to get out there and make some changes and make the magic happen? So what are your goals? Do you know your goals? Are you attached to a goal that 
is from 10 years ago that's outdated and that you haven't been proactive and really tuned into your body and your reactions, right? Do you have goals? Short-term goals, long-term goals. Are your goals yours or are you adopting goals that other people have because you think you should go and follow that path? That's a big one that a lot of people, um, I'm not going to say they're followers, but they aren't clear with who they are and what their own goals are. So they just hop on certain bandwagons, right? It's like, oh, that looks like it's cool. looks like it's easy. I think I'm going to hop on that. But is it your life purpose? Is it your passion? Are you good at that? What are your goals? Your goals are also attached to your emotions and your feelings and your reactions when you're doing certain things or thinking certain thoughts or having certain thoughts, I should say. Um do I even know what I want out of life, right? So that negative ego is really judgy when we aren't clear with ourselves. Do we even know what we want out of life? How do I hold myself accountable, right? If people are saying things and things are happening, how do I hold myself accountable? Do I deflect? Do I take a moment to reflect? Do I point the finger over there? What do I do when I know that there's no one to blame but me, right? And this is not to be the victim or to beat ourselves up. If things are a shit show, then first you have to get clear with your goals and look at things from a neutral point of view outside of the negative ego that's going to say, oh, this happened because of them and this is over here because nobody helps me or I've tried it before and it's not going to happen, right? So just taking a look at some things and sorting through some of those uncomfortable situations. Again, this is not to beat you up and some Sometimes it just having that awareness is like, ugh. nobody likes to be in the hot seat, especially with themselves, right? Because um, it brings up a lot of feelings such as like shame, guilt, fear, anxiety, right? So, um, and what goes hand in hand with that are our healthy coping mechanisms. What are your mechanisms? What are your healthy coping tips uh, processes to help you navigate through all this. I've got some suggestions and I will, I want to drop this in. This is so important that I drop this in. If you teeter with your, uh, with depression or going uh, uh, passive aggressive or bipolar, if you dip in all that, then it's really important that you get some trained professional help. There are wonderful spiritual counselors, um, professional uh, with, with, degrees, who have experience with all of this. Some people have chemical imbalances. So if you know that, if you know yourself and you know that, that sometimes you spiral, then get the help you need. Seek to get the help that you need. I, I really want to point that out or speak that into the field. Do I have a reward system in place for myself? What do I do after, what do I do for myself after I have made it through a difficult time and I have uh, made it to the finish line and accomplished something I've set out to do. Do I have a reward system in place to work with positive reinforcement for myself? Do I have that? Or do I just go on to the next thing where it's all work, 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 and I never get to stop, digest, and celebrate where I'm at? So what is your reward system? What does your reward system look like? How do you treat yourself, right? Do you get go to the spa? Do you go out and nature? Do you take a weekend getaway? To whatever it is, what is your reward system? Do you have um, like a little stash of money to the side if you can for little things for your reward system? That I'm gonna whatever it is, I'm gonna get myself that new crystal. I'm going to purchase that uh, meditation program. Whatever it is, S set yourself up for success. Um, do you need to justify changes? This is the negative ego talking all the time, right? Sometimes our journey is finished. It's done. It's ended with a certain scenario, people, places, and things. And then oftentimes people start, the negative ego starts to create reasons why that was so bad. I had to move on. So then that ego is, is, Going in overdrive, it's not in the place of survival. It's in the place of survival, but then you're going to add a couple of splashes of drama, negativity, right? So so often people create this drama because they 
are not able to say that I am ready to move on, that I am complete with this, that my journey is taking me down another pathway. Instead, they have to justify why things are so bad. And there's the rejection part too, right? When someone moves on, then we try to make them the bad guy for moving on. Sometimes things just are what they are, right? If we stayed in one spot in one relationship in one scenario for the for our whole lives, um, and we knew that there were changes coming in and we still stayed there and denied our soul, then we would be really miserable, unhappy people, unhappy and unhealthy people in our minds, minds, bodies, and spirits. All right. The next one is, do you over explain yourself when it's, when it isn't necessary, right? You go into a long story of the reasons why I'm doing this, this, and this, right? That's that justification, right? Think about that, right? Or catch yourself. So this is to catch ourselves. Do you, do I blame others for how my life looks? And that's a biggie. I kind of touched upon that. Do you blame? So X, Y, and Z, this is why I'm in the situation because of them and the blah, 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 right? So that is taking away your personal power and your will and your purpose. Like that's taking that, that all off the table. Do you do that? Do you deflect, right? So another thing to think about. All right. So um, it's been pretty quiet on the qua on the comment front. So I'm going to move into the next part here. I can I can hear you all thinking. Oh, that's me or that's so and so I can see it. And sometimes we do see through observation how other people react as well. And it's like, okay, this is their trigger point. So maybe we want we want to be a little bit more gentle with them. Maybe we don't want to keep pushing because we could see, oh boy, they've got a lot going on. This is what's going on here. And they're in a contraction phase. All right. So here are some suggestions to help you overcome self-sabotage. Take a sacred pause before reacting. Yes, by doing that, you can change your thoughts and reactions. You can do that through before justifying, just taking a moment, taking a deep breath, right? Taking that deep breath and, okay, all right, let me sit with this. We are, we, we as a society are conditioned to answer, to reply like that, that, that. And sometimes we are stumped and we don't have a reply or answer right? So take a moment, take that sacred pause, because as you do that, you're going, you're going to start to retrain your thoughts, your reactions, you're going to shift that, okay? All right, the next one is work on your communication skill set. Do you listen to reply or are you present when dialogue, dialoguing with others? I've touched upon this before, right? So this is going to help you be in the moment, stay in the moment, stay focused with your conversa conversations and help you listen better, integrate more clearly, and you'll be able to respond in a way that later on you'll be really proud of yourself for how you responded in that situation. Okay, the next one is... Live by the four agreements. And I went to find the deck here. I don't have the deck here in Benita. So I'm gonna have to get it because it is a classic and it's a classic right up there with um, many lies, many masters, journey of souls, you can heal your life, the um, animal speak book, Cunningham's herbs, encyclopedia herbs, right? So this one is a big one. Live by the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Always do your best, don't make assumptions, and don't take anything personally, right? So, um, yeah, we'll not always follow those rules, but it's a good reminder to keep those at the back of our, of our mind. Yeah. So just see Lisa comment, at least since you, I was thinking of you, was there anything I wanted, I need to know or to do? I think that it feels like um, it just is that there's, I feel like there's change for you coming in, Lisa. That's why I think, and um, it, it felt like there you're at a, a contraction and a corner is turning for you. Yeah, I was feeling that for you. Um, so the four agreements. So again, if you don't know them, you could Google them. Uh, we have the book. There's also the deck of cards too. be impeccable with your word. Always do your best. Don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. Sometimes it has nothing to do with us. 
It has to do with the other person. And But there is that fine line of, mm, I keep hearing this. It keeps repeating itself. Is there truth to this? Is there something here? Let me sit with that, right? And you might not have that answer yet, okay? Uh, good morning, Crystal. Good morning, and thank you for being you. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, thank you. The next um, thing is to pay attention to your inner dialogue. I've been um, dropping that in here and there. What are you thinking? Are you aware of the thoughts that are looping in your mind? And that ego is on auto play. It's on repeat, 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 repeat. And so until we catch it, it's going to keep looping. And so pay paying attention to the inner dialogue, to the reactions, right? It's it, We are creatures of habit. There's conditioning. And so um, it's not always easy to break a cycle or the programming or the work environment or the family dynamic or the things that have been repeatedly drilled into our heads and passed down through the physical DNA and the spiritual DNA that we experience. Yeah. You're welcome, Lisa. So um, the next thing is keep up that regular meditation practice. Meditation is the tuning out of the outside world and bringing your awareness and your attention to your inner landscapes. Now meditation, I've said this many times, but I'm going to say it again. Meditation is not just sitting quietly and oming and not having a thought. It could be exercising, walking, reading, knitting, gardening, um, driving, but you got to be careful with that one. It, it is where you are bringing your awareness and your focus and your attention to what's going on within your mind and thoughts. Yeah. I'm going to look at the comments here. I'm going to share this one. Roxanne says her share is important takeaway for me. Are my goals rooted in what others prioritize or expect? That's a big one, right? What do people expect of you? And how did you agree to that, right? It's like somehow it's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll just assume that not. And then we're in that loop, right? Been there, done that, changing that for myself, right? That's a big one, right? And then that's, you're not always the popular one if you change that dynamic, right? It's like, yeah, how did I, how did I become the one to do this, <laughs> right? Did I agree upon it? Did I, did I volunteer? Is it a conditioning? Is it, is it in my DNA? Is it in my physical DNA, my upbringing, my spiritual DNA? What is up here? Is it a memory from a memory and um, a programming or egregore that I've carried over with this soul group from another lifetime? Right. Great, 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 great share there. Thank you. Big one. Big, big, big one. Um, take your inner temperature often. Am I reacting? And why am I reacting? Like, why is that bothering me so much? Who cares? Learn how to say, who cares? It really doesn't matter. Who cares? Oh, well, big deal. You will exhaust yourself trying to prove your point to others and sometimes to ourselves, right? What is that saying? That if you repeat a lie enough, you're going to start believing it becomes a, a truth, right? So, um, yeah, why do you care? Why do you care? Is it because you care about that person and you don't want them to have that perspective of you? But do can you really change someone's opinion of yourself? The only one you can change your opinion for and with is yourself, how you view yourself and how you live your life authentically. It's going to be exhausting trying to get people to see where you're coming from. I'm going to share a... Uh, quote. I guess it's a quote. And um, it's something my mentor, Holly Hamilton, shared with me. She said, you will be controversial no matter what you do. You're going to be controversial. People are going to make you the bad guy. People are going to believe whatever they want. They're going to justify their behavior. And by putting yourself out there, wherever we are, we all are out there, you will be controversial. 
Okay, so just remember that. And you cannot change other people's opinions of you. You can live your life authentically. And um, that's what we got to do. You cannot run around. Are, are, are we good? Are we okay? You really know I didn't do that, right? And and an ego will justify itself, right? So you could say, no, that's not true, right? You can say that. So, yeah. I'm going to read some of our comments here. So, oh, thank you, Java. Love walking meditation. Yeah, get out there in nature. Smell the smells, feel the feels. And Crystal asks, how do you not let other people's egos not affect you? You've got to be in tune with who you are and know yourself. And asking yourself, like, and here, like Angela said, so powerful, who cares? If their ego is their ego, it may trigger you in some ways, right? And then you can acknowledge it. You're not going to not have a reaction. You're not going to not have a reaction, but who cares? What am I going to do, right? It's a waste of our time and energy to try to prove a point like with everything. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on that, right? It's just is that I've had that realization with politically and COVID and all of that. Both sides are saying this and this, and they're both saying the same thing. And some things we're never going to agree upon but it's got to be what it is, right? It is got to be, it needs to be what it is. And so Kathy says, Lori, I am loving your interpretation of meditation as I am one of those who likes to meditate while walking in the woods or laying in a bed, my bed or taking a shower. She rarely sits in a mudra position. Oming. Yeah, whatever works for you. And for some people it works for them, right? But whatever works for you where you can feel your souls, tap into who you are, your divine I am, right? Ah, oh, love that. Exactly. So someone just shared, people will always see you through the lens of their own experience, not truly as you are. Their lens of experience with their personality filters and their consciousness filters, not a greater than, lesser than. They will see you through their lens of their belief systems and their conditioning. And that is unique to each and every one of us. Awesome. So glad it resonates. And and um, Angela says, my husband likes to say, if they don't pay my bills, then who cares? Exactly. What? Yeah. <laughs> Raising the roof here, right? Exactly. You're not paying my bills. You're not in my position. You're not in my head, right? But I will take a moment to hear what you are saying to me and what the universe is bringing to my attention and awareness, right? All right. Next thing is... Check out the work of Byron Katie. It is so lovely. It helps us shift gears. And there are four questions. When something comes up, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? No, you can't really for a lot of things. No perception, right? It's hot. No, it's cold. And can you absolutely know it's true? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? When you have that thought or you believe it, how do you react? I am doing my very best. And then I hear, yep, <laughs> right? I'm doing the very best I can right now. Yeah. Um, who would you be without that thought? Who would you be without that thought? And then turn the thought around. It's not true. I... I I am not going to have that reaction anymore, so on and so forth. But check her workout. She has tons of stuff. There are books. There are YouTube videos. If To watch her in action is pretty cool. So Byron Katie. Um, and then you can read books, right? There are books by Dr. Joe Dispenza, then Abraham Hicks, Jane Roberts, and Bruce Lipton. These are some of the books that will help you bring a different perspective that will help you re-pattern your experiences. And by bringing attention and awareness to the areas where we struggle, repeat patterns, we are already changing the stories and experiences manifested from the inside out right? I don't want to discredit that we have our soul's path. There are things that are going to come up. There are triggers. There are dark nights of the soul that are coming because they're supposed to. We are not here to have a completely peaceful life um, without any triggers or experiences that are going to bring us to our knees and really um, take us outside of our center, take us off center. 
Um, let's see here. Crystal's question. How do you find a mentor to help with your own spiritual journey? Any pointers? Well, you can. There's a first pointer. They're saying, ask your higher self. Ask your team to place you in alignment with the mentor the that will help me get unstuck. So there are some life coaches, there are mentors, there are books, there are group meditations, there are group journeys, and so on and so forth. Ask. Ask spirit to place you in, in the position to help you to be in alignment with your mentor, a mentor at this time that will help support you on your path. Um, sometimes someone doesn't show up yet because you may not be in the place for that. You may be too busy. And if you're too busy, okay, this is what they're saying. If you don't have time to meditate, to center yourself, then you are too busy. Then maybe before you ask for a spiritual mentor to work with a mastermind or a coaching, change your life a little bit so that you're delegating and not and and not overcommitting yourself as much. Then that mentor, the opportunity, the teacher, the learning will come in. Sometimes the mentorship is going on a retreat if you have the time and the means to do so. It could be a um, uh, a weekend with Brian Weiss, right, in Miami. It could That could be it, right? That could be something that changes your life through the weekend that sets the seeds and plant seeds and sets things into motion for you. But the number one thing is to ask. Ask to be in alignment with the mentor that's going to help me at this time. Okay. Oh, that helped. And then here's another um, comment and question. How do you know if your inner voice telling you to make major changes is the right path? It's major life changing. Hmm. Because of how you feel, because of the, the mm, continued ritual practice of going within of knowing your inner voice of knowing that calm wise aspect of you your higher self your divine self your i am and listening to it so your divine i am is not going to say big changes are coming and not lead you in alignment with those big changes with the doors that are open a crack and and as that happens, you're gonna get you're gonna have feelings and reactions and yeses and nos along that path. You're not gonna have a lifeline, a, a big change dropped in without some symbolism, some more, some more understanding, feeling, knowing, lifelines to help you with those changes. Okay. It's not going to happen that way without giving you, without being supportive. But it's that inner knowing, that relationship with self that's going to help you with um, knowing, oh, that's my inner self. That's my negative ego. Chances are there are big changes coming and you've already known this. And so Crystal says, thank you. I keep hearing ret retreat. Yes. Right. So put it out there. Right. So help me. Help me. <laughs> Place me in alignment with the opportunities that are going to help to support me. Now, those opportunities already sprinkled and planted along your pathway. However, by getting clear with, I know that I'm ready for a change and I want to, I, I am stating that I am open to the signs, the alignments, the symbolism, the synchronicities that are going to, that are to, that are supporting me with these life-changing um experiences that are coming in okay we could probably talk about this for a couple of days oh my gosh but it felt it felt right to drop this in for all of us again we are all going through something here and there there are moments where it's really crazy busy and sometimes when it's not right yeah and you're very welcome barb yeah stuff is happening yeah I'm going to say that for 95% of the collective, big stuff is changing. There are things that are, things are going to change anyway. And, and so you are being, there's a tempering and there is the process of completing um, unhealthy belief systems and patterns that are in place as well. So change is afoot, my friends. How exciting is it? It's uncomfortable, but it's better than being unhappy. You want to be happy and thriving, right? Yeah. 
Yes, Lisa says bless up and Roxanne says great topic. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah, I I received the message or the, the download. Oh, let's talk about this because I'm going through it as well, right? So it's it's what the collective tribe is um is uh wanting to focus on or experiencing in the moment. All right, since I did not have my demo for the four agreements, I am working with the, this is a really popular deck, the Soul's Journey Lesson Cards by James Van Prague today. So I am going to select three cards. And as I shuffle them, I'm going to hold up three. And I know many of you know this already, right? That this is my format. Let's take a moment. All right, and then I'm going to pull three. I'm just going to pull them from the top. A one, a two, a three. So which one mm, is calling to? It could be one, two, three, all or none. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Oh, I did want to say this too, because this popped up too. So today I was called to work with Preonite, and I'm holding my Preonite here too. Preonite is a P-R-E-H-N-I-T-E. So it's such a wonderful stone. It's I I use it to um to connect to spirit. It's a healing crystal, connects with the heart chakra. But I was really drawn to work with this today. And um so funny, what are the cards looks like it too? But um Pay attention to what you're being called to, align with, to carry, to wear, to to read, right? Are you being called to a certain color to wear, right? I've been wanting blue lately, right? All this blue. See all this blue? And then, well, my shirt's uh, black. But behind me with the blues, Pam and I, we were on the same page. Blue, blue, blue sounds good, right? Pay attention to the color therapy, the songs you want to listen to, the crystals you want to wear, the aromatherapy and perfume you want to wear or work with. There's a reason for that, okay? And so this first card, if you chose number one, look at this. See, it looks similar to the Breonite. If you chose number one, it is health. I will honor the physical vessel that enshrines my soul. So what's coming up for you with your health these days? Are you tired? Are you eating good quality foods? Are you eating, is there too much sodium? What are you craving and why are you craving that? So this has to do with your health. I mean, shoot, you know, we take it for granted. You take it for granted. It's when you don't feel well physically that it's that it's like, oh my gosh, right? We are, it's like we become another person and we are inconvenienced when our health is like something's up, whether you're sick, you have a cold, you hurt your knee, you have a headache. It hijacks the moment. Pay attention to your health and take care of your temple. Then if you chose number two, it's fear. I realize that I am testing my resolve to live in the energy of love, fear. I realize I am testing my resolve to live in the energy of love. So fear, number two came up. There's some stuff around fear. Fear is sometimes the unknown, or maybe there's a trigger or something that happened before and we don't want to, to repeat it. So fear is coming up for you. Fear is a lot of things attached to it. Do I not feel loved? Is there abandonment? What's going on here, right? That is a definite um, uh, reaction from the negative ego. All right. So um, the next one is, the third one is loneliness. I, I know that I am never alone. This has to do with abandonment. Sometimes that we fear that we're not going to have the popular approval from others or that nobody's going to like me or that I won't have the support to lean on when something comes up for me. So loneliness. Sometimes people need background music, right? Sometimes you, you can't be alone with your thoughts. You have to have the TV on or or music in the background, right? So loneliness, what, what am I avoiding by not allowing myself to hear my mind, my heart, my spirit, loneliness? Or is it scary for me to not be in a relationship, right? If I don't have a significant other or a friend nearby, um, 
what's that saying, right? What what's going on here? Why and why am I afraid that I'm not enough? That I can't handle it myself? I'm not worthy, right? So loneliness may be coming up for you. I'm going to read some of the uh, replies and comments. And Java, yes, thank you so much. Sorry for my technical delays. It's okay. Everything you have said is resonating. And so glad I'm not alone. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so glad the topic and the material and the tribe is resonant with you. Thank you. And, and I have um, the comment, your card reading was on the mark for me. I felt it. Yeah, feel it in your soul. Yeah, right. And um, so when I saw all three hit home for me, right? Three all the way. Yeah, right. That is something too. I remember when I was younger, and this was around, I had this, um, gosh, from about the age of seven to five but yeah about six or seven to about the age of 15 i was afraid to go walking to the store by myself i couldn't do things by myself right and at that time my biological father had passed when i was about seven so there was this fear of being alone and so i had a hard time not having somebody around me right so i couldn't go to the store i couldn't walk here or there i always needed somebody with me right so what is that right so bring in try to bring in healing to that yeah. Thank you, everybody. I'm so glad that this was helpful. So I am going to fix the um, the grammar in that first part about the contractions, but feel free to go back to the blog and read it if you need to copy it, make some notes for yourself and maybe work with some journal prompts that may help you. Mm -hmm. Again, this is not to beat you up. It's not to make you feel bad for being human and having difficult times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to this as well. Thank you, everybody. So um, I'm going to start to wrap it up because I'm going to go and enjoy the day. Have the rest of the day off. It's going to be nice. Um, it's beautiful. We have beautiful weather here in Southwest Florida. I'm going to enjoy the day with the pug, the Frenchie, um, the kitty, and the hubby. So um, thank you all for joining me um, on these lives and supporting the centers and all that we do here. Thank you so much. I wish you all a beautiful Sunday, whether you're home relaxing or working, get out there and go slay that negative ego. Kick its butt, kick it to the curb, call it out, right? Call it out. Thank you all. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Week, excuse me. Namaste. Bye everybody. I appreciate all of you too. Thank you.